Hurricane David is poised to be the first hurricane. It's a storm. That's what's driven them all up north. I've never seen so many of them are so bold. It's barely even raining. It's flooding here, and not the plumbing, the ocean. You need to go home. I'm not going anywhere. Storm's coming, and it's coming fast. Can't sit back and watch this. Okay, I think we're live. All right, here we go. This script, BSE, ladies and gentlemen, you you asked for it, you called for it, you wanted it. Special edition. <laughs> you, you blew up our Twitter handle. <laughs> you wanted Sharknado, you got it. Here we go. All right. I mean, it's it's all it's all over um, the uh, obscure social media. It's it's all over uh, the blogs. I'm not sure people without basic cable have heard about it. No, dude. I, I was. It's I was their in the loss. I was in the cafeteria today. Uh, Network news. It was on. They were talking to Thunder Levin on the news in the cafeteria at the United Nations. It was crazy. Th- Thunder, Thunder Levine, Thunder Levin, I'm not sure. He, he's a hero to men everywhere, to screenwriters everywhere. Dude, his name is Thunder. I guess he didn't, I guess he didn't need the success to, 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 you know, to get the props he's had it all along. Right. The name like Thunder. So, so what do we think? So, we're going to do the BSE. I'm here with Chris Durham, Jeremy Engel-Johnson. And uh, this is David Negrin, and we're uh, the filmmakers. Are uh, I mean, you know, Sharknado was directed as an original film for um, sci-fi yeah. by by this production company, The Asylum, who uh, is getting so much play right now. They're going to be making oh, so yeah. many movies. They've got a deal with Netflix Direct now. Um, yeah, have you guys have you guys heard about sequels yet? I know I heard they they yeah. greenlit the Sharknado sequel. Yeah, they're taking uh, ideas for the title on Twitter right now. Yeah, I've seen things like Sharkano, uh, Sharkalanch. Right. I I think it's supposed to be uh, Sharknado hits New York City is what I've heard. So I think That's the title's fantastic. like Sharknado two. And you so know, I want him to do. I want him to do. I shark and why. You know, that's, I, that's my pick. I bite and, and why. That sounds great. Yeah, another bite of the apple. That'd be a good one too. Okay, another bite of the apple. Okay, we shall see. Um, it was directed by a guy named Anthony Ferranti. Uh, maybe he's uh, out there. Maybe we see him uh, direct something off TV very soon. I'm sure he's this is blowing up his career as well. Um, you guys have any info on on how this phenomenon happens? Um, I mean, how did I hear about it? I just saw it on the news the next morning. Um, I, I heard about it on Twitter the day before. I mean, this thing was going off like nothing, and and it was trending on the internet everywhere. It was tw- trending on Yahoo. Like you know, <laughs> the only thing that trends on Yahoo anymore are kitty videos. But you know, Sharknado was there, so yeah. um, it, it, I think there were probably. I don't know how many times more than the people who saw it. I mean, I think there were a million people who tuned in to the the first night, but there are multi-millions talking about it on social media. Yeah, there were were a lot of, you know, uh, kind of big Hollywood names, you know, or or medium Hollywood names uh, tweeting on it. You know, uh, Damon Lindelof had some of the best tweets. Uh, Will Wheaton was in. You know, there there was just a lot of people who have a lot of followers who are just kind of watching this and live blogging. There were even uh, like really awful wonks trying to capitalize off of it. Like Ezra Klein is kind of a shameless healthcare pundit, and he was trying to make some Congress Sharknado type connection. It's just awful. <laughs> Doesn't work. It's nice. just it's just such good clean fun, though. Um, why don't yeah. why, why don't we jump into the BSA? Okay, let me Let's start. Let me start with Chris. Opening image. Oh man! Well, opening image is water, man. You got you got water. You close in on the ship, and there's just like the ship is full of dead sharks. Right. Right. I mean, that's that. You, it says it all right there. There's just a bunch of sharks laying there. You know, we, we know what's going on. They're they're finning the sharks, but that's kind of what we open on is we know where it's going. What what are they doing to the sharks? Excuse me. What's what's the term you used? They're, they're finning them. They're they're uh, using them to make uh, shark fin soup. I actually heard this heard this. Uh, 
this this quote today that like fourteen thousand sharks per hour are killed in the world because uh, they uh, cut their fins off to right. make uh, shark fin soup, which is which is illegal or it's legal. Right. In China. Delicacy in China. Uh oh, yeah. wait. Is this one of those uh, will not play, will be edited out for China's version of the movie? Back? I don't think sci fi is thinking about that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. They just wanted to play in Indiana. Yeah. Um, opening image, yeah, it was a bunch of sharks swept into a monsoon, right? Yeah. And um, did it, does it, is it, uh, Jeremy, did you get that for opening image? Yeah, there's kind of a little preface with, you know, we see the sharks coming and there's hundreds of them and then we see the, you know, the thing twirling up and here they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they flip back to that open water where I think the, the movie actually kind of begins with the maniacal uh, ship captain. Did a mirror with a closing image? Did you guys have a closing oh, yeah. image? Yeah, absolutely. Because, because, because your closing image is uh, Steve from 90210 and his family in front of that big dead shark. You know, we, we open on dead sharks laying on the ground, we close on a dead shark laying on the ground. Yeah, and it's like a Sears uh, family portrait. You know, they're just sitting there with their oh, hands, it is. you know, shoulders, hands on shoulders and just looking out over this carnage. And the, sun, and the sun is setting yeah. in the distance. Yeah, quite a moment. So opening image is like sharks and then the closing image is like happy family. And, and sharks. sharks. Amongst the sharks or, or having beat the sharks. And Jeremy, I think we can, you know... We can talk about the main character as Finn or Iron Zeering or Steve from 90210. I'm just going to mix between all three. I hope. Yeah, you okay with let's that. let's stick with it. And uh, Tara Reid, I, I'm not even sure her name in this film. I'm not sure they mentioned it. Is April. it April. April. Okay. Yeah. God bless her. April uh, showers. Um. So that's our. We got our opening and closing image. Um. Straightforward. Um, what's next? What, what do we find out in, is there a theme stated? Do we get a theme stated in the setup, Jeremy? I, I think the theme, it's kind of simple, but, um, right as the sharks first, we realized that they're menacing, uh, Ian slash Finn shouts, sharks, they're coming. And that's kind of the theme, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think it happens a little earlier. I think, uh, you, you've got that captain uh, on the ship mm-hmm. uh, and he says, uh, we shouldn't be afraid of the sharks. They should be afraid of us. Right. He's talking to the guy who's yeah. wanting to buy the shark fins. And he says that, and, and you know, by the end, the sharks do need to be afraid of us, man. Well, you know, I don't actually think it got there, but I think they were trying that they were going for that, yeah. for that, um, for that, um, that sort of walking dead thing where, oh, you know, humans are worse than the sharks. But I don't think we ever really got that in this movie. Yeah. The sharks are it. The main force of antagonism here they, are they the are sharks. Intense. They are the most antagonistic of any animal I've ever seen. I mean, they, like, leap out of the water and grab you and bring you back. Oh, dude, well, they, they uh, climb well, ropes. They repel. Well, okay, oh, yeah. we, okay we, let's get, we'll get to that as to, as maybe in the bad guys closing um, or in the fun and games, the rules of shark. We've got to get to the what are the rules of shark here and how do they evolve. Um, in um, the theme stated, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's either – Run from the sharks, you know, swim fast, or, you know, or maybe, you know, humans are worse than the sharks, but there's not too much in the theme stated. There's, um, there's also a lot of people saying how much they hate sharks in the first uh, yeah. 12 minutes. It's like um, George, who's the, he's the dad from Home Alone, uh, he says it, and then, like, Nova says it, and everybody's yeah. just talking about how much they hate I sharks. Hate she's, sharks. She's yeah. got the shark bite, too, and, and yeah. you're like, what is that? She's like, oh, I, you know. I had to oh, that's part of the setup. Let's get to the setup. But yeah. so, 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 it's funny because people hate sharks, but we're sitting back, and we love the sharks. We just, this whole show is like, we can't wait. We, we kind of want the sharks to win halfway yeah. through, you know? You know, you just you just hope you're just rooting for the sharks. Some more like badass bites and 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 uh, ways to to kill you know poor uh, slow lowly humans. Well, and uh, it, you can balance this against kind of other sorts of genres where sometimes they don't want to necessarily use the word like you know they don't say zombie a lot in uh, The Walking Dead, right. but they say shark as much as they possibly as much. can. <laughs> like if they can wrap the word shark into a piece of dialogue, they will. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, Chris, what is our setup here? What is, um, well, what's our setup? 
Okay, so our, our setup is after after we've got that whole mess with, with the uh, the sharks and the sharking boat, we, we, we meet Finn, right? Finn is a champion surfer with a serendipitous name uh, who who runs a bar on the beach uh, in Santa Monica, and the, the setup is like every like Jeremy just said, everybody hates sharks, right? You, you've got this right. girl Nova who's got a shark bite. You set up the fact that. Uh, you know, that, that his wife and family live on the beach. And now there's a storm coming, right? We don't know the storm's full of sharks, but the, sh- the storm is coming. And so that's kind of all set up. Right. Okay. Character-wise, um, Jeremy, what do we know about these characters? What do we know about Finn? Uh, we know that he's a good surfer, and he's kind of a screw-up in other facets of his life. I mean, he can't be that bad. He owns what appears to be a multi-million-dollar bar on the <laughs> It's true. Uh, <laughs> on but, the beach. Yeah, but he, he's, he's a low life. Other than that, I mean, he seems to be. He seems to be has been, except he's you know he's prone to like heroic. Uh, uh, gestures and, and, and like saving basically everybody's ass all the time. Right, and he's right. got integrity. Like he's not gonna pick up on Nova. I mean, in fact, That's there's a right. great early scene where she's you know kind of coming on to him, and he's like, "Get back to work. I'm your boss." Right. Uh, he's got standards. He's, he does. He saves the cat several times. There's a lot of like uh, saving the, the fish or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's a likable guy, you know. Yeah, and he and he's got integrity. Finn has integrity. Um, we have um, the and what we haven't said yet is the setup. And I and tell me if I got this right, guys. The setup is essentially that a a a shark poacher has gathered together, you know, sort of a net, possibly like an under the boat thing or in the boat thing, a group of hundreds of sharks to sell them for the fins. But the sea tornado happens to pull that boat out of the water. And that is what creates this, this ungodly concentration of sharks, you know, that yeah. we haven't seen yet before that got, you know, you know, God help us should it ever occur. Isn't that what happened? Like it hit the boat, the, 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 the sea tornado hit the boat and the boat had a bunch of sharks in it. I found the causal connection between the captain and everything else a little unclear. I, the yeah. storm is definitely driving the sharks like north and inland. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems to be whipping them up into some sort of frenzy. But it's, it was a little unclear what happened at the end of the captain scene. Um, there's kind of a really weird, yeah. uh, it's like, does he get eaten? Is that symbolic? Like, um, I, I wasn't clear what was happening. Yeah, that whole intro is very disconnected from the rest of the movie. I, mean, I think what they were going for was just, you know, these guys had a bunch of sharks that they were like in the belly of the boat or in the nets or something that they were going to sell for Finn's soup, and then they got hit, and that started it. Could, yeah, could, but they have you know, to explain it more later on, right? Because uh, after the shark attack... Uh, no, they don't. But they do. But <laughs> they, just let, they just let the biting ensue, Chris. <laughs> no, but, but, but uh, what's his name? Steve from that into another, he, he says later on, he's like, oh, this storm must be kicking them up and pushing them north, right? Like, he, they actually say that. Right. So, and, it, so and it's also the first hurricane of the Pacific coast of the California has ever seen, right? Caused by global warming. Yeah. Thank you, non to global warming. Oh, oh my God, look, the, the, the budget for weather on this movie had to be bigger than the budget for sharks. Like, to make it rain that much in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. You know, I think that was the biggest deal. Uh, well, I mean, we could do, we could do a whole segment on the, on the CGI for this film, guys. I don't know if we'll have time. <laughs> I can do it on my Mac at home for the most part. <laughs> but you, you suspend disbelief because the, the story is pretty good. Like, like yeah, it is. All, all jokes aside, I mean, we're doing the beat sheet here, but yeah. this thing, we're going we're gonna to fill it out. And there's a lot, all the, all the beats are there, the structure is there. This is a pretty decent screenplay. And yeah, you know what? It takes, it takes a premise, excuse me, a conceit. This is more of a conceit. This is something that oh, we, yeah. our audience has to believe and it takes it to that, you know, this nth degree of, uh, it takes it to its full degree. So I think, oh, yeah, um, no, I think, I think uh, screenwriters, you know, can learn a lot from this movie, you know, and it, it's important to, to really think about it and look at it and analyze it. I think, I think that like, you know, there's a tendency to scoff at this because look, it's really, really absurd. Right. But if you look past that conceit, you know, th- there's a good structure there and you have to remember somebody got paid for this. You know, and that's a, that's yeah. an important take home. Oh, he's getting thunder and and uh, 
the director, they're getting paid well for this. Oh, man, um, their, their careers so, are made. So let's get into the, the setup. We're still in the setup. Um, what are the rules, Jeremy, of shark? What are the shark rules? In this, in the Sharknado world, it's In the beginning, to, in the beginning. Well, we see early on on the ship that these sharks can lunge up onto things and grab people. And yeah. They're really aggressive and they really like eating people. Uh, I they, mean, that's the one thing that weird intro really accomplishes is we get mm-hmm. some shark rules out of the way. These are, it's like a kraken that comes out of the ocean and grabs <laughs> people and goes back but in. But they are, they are attracted to blood. Is they are that, very that, attracted to blood. That, that is like the only shark rule that I found that's established here, right? Chris, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, they're, they're well, yeah, but as you're, and said, they are hungry, they are endlessly hungry. Oh yeah, and, and they are also apparently the only things that get swept up in the tornado. Yeah, other, and, other secrets. And the way the water works, like we've apparently suspended the laws of gravity and like Archimedes, like all that stuff. Let's just throw that out because the water just goes everywhere. It's like you're up on a hill. It's like oh, it's a flood. You know, here it's coming. It's just, it's incredible. So the sharks then can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the sharks are endlessly hungry. They are attracted to blood, and um, there's just sort of an unlimited number of them. Would you say they're just yeah. unlimited oh. number? Oh, and, um, and they they a, a number uh, unlimited number of varieties, right? You have hammerheads, you have tiger sharks. There's great. Did whites you notice in there. that? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I. I'm not such. A, I don't watch Shark Week. I didn't realize that. So they, we've got all variations of sharks. That's great. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they do swim in variations. You know, maybe, maybe they're they're a very egalitarian species like that. But but yeah. it, it seemed odd to me that you know you, you had tiger sharks, hammerheads, and they're talking about different sharks throughout, right? Yeah. So um, we get to when we first meet Finn. You know, after the setup of the bar and such, he gets the the the, the shark attacks begin immediately. Right? There's a shark attack on a cute surfer chick and Finn tries to save her before yeah. the bar before we even get to the bar that's right okay. right he's already saving people from sharks and this could be a regular sort of california shark attack that has nothing to do with the impending sharknado except there's like 18 of them and they're eating people in 3 feet of water which yeah. is pretty damn weird we already established the limited number of rules chris oh, yeah. <laughs> 3 feet of water means nothing so um, Finn saves his buddy from the shark attack on the Aussie jet ski also, right? The, yeah. the Aussie friend on the jet ski. Right. And it's important to save him because he's got about 15 different really stupid Aussie one-liners yet to come. <laughs> um, is there, was there also, was this, was there a sort of, um, were there some uh, genre conventions from Baywatch here? Like, it, I felt a little like Bay, we had the Baywatch crew Hot brunette, hot blonde, hot Aussie, and then the main, our main, uh, our main, and Finn as uh, David Hasselhoff. I don't know. If that was the convention they were setting up, they they gobbled it up pretty quickly. I mean, the the hot girl gets completely devoured uh, about five minutes after we first see her, and you know the Aussie sidekick gets his leg munched and so on. So uh, Baywatch gets rocked. Yeah. Yeah. I, so the, basically, you could you could. Um, what, what's our catalyst? What's our inciting incident here? Uh, so I'm going to go with. Well, the, I mean, there's the shark attack, and then the storm comes, right? So I, I, I think it, I think it's a two piece, right? Because it's shark mm-hmm. NATO, so you've got to have the sharks and the NATO. So you know, <laughs> so 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 basically, there's a shark attack. They all go for drinks afterwards, and then a storm hits. And the very first sign is the shark through the window of the bar, right? Oh, that's great. The guy opens up the window. And, uh, <laughs> this is our first shark attack. Is not, is not due to this, the, the, the storm itself. It's due to the flood. We have to, you can divide this movie, and, and we'll get to the midpoint, but the, the Sharknado, the actual tornado of sharks, does not begin until the midpoint, right? The, this, the, the break in a... The, the catalyst here really is the storm, which re- presents itself as a hurricane slash flood. And, and that's our, the first disaster movie that we encounter here. It's a flood hurricane movie, right? Yeah. Because people are running from water. The flood, it's flooding the pier. And um, it's bringing sharks by flood and, uh, you know, through windows accidentally. Is it accidental? <laughs> the sharks had it all planned. Yeah. 
Um, and Finn and Finn starts saving people immediately. Like this guy, Finn is just like a you know he is a he's a hero. He's saving people left and right, um, and including Nova. We get to meet Nova right, and she's what we know about Nova is that she's a bartender with a past with sharks, and that she's an environmentalist. She mentions that she's an environmentalist, which is it's very pretty important. thin. Yeah. Her environmentalism, is, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what her bona fides are. Yeah, it's true for an environmentalist. She knows a lot about how to handle a shotgun. Yeah, and she well, she takes no bullshit, right? She won't she won't like like uh, John Hurd tries to grab her ass and and uh, and she's all she's on about it, you know. She's she's a no nonsense kind of gal, right? But we've got a flood. Uh, our, our catalyst is sort of this this flood begins, um, and then we have a little bit of debate um, because for me, guys, the break in a two is when Finn gets the gang together and they all go to to rescue his family. Right. Yeah. Essentially, it's the, it's the decision to go and and go to his family and, and rescue his family. Right. And I, I guess I see that maybe a little bit differently because because I think the the arc that flows throughout all this is Finn. Um, I mean, because the whole second half of the movie is Finn making decisions that aren't in his family's best interest, but are in the best interest of saving the city. And, and so he, repeatedly, the stakes are raised by him inserting himself in these situations. So like. About 27 minutes in is when the, the posse is already assembled and, and he says, I, I can't just sit back and watch this. And these idiots are getting munched by sharks on the freeway, but they throw right, themselves is, into it. Right. This is Finn. Finn has this tragic flaw, this hero's tragic flaw. He can't let anyone die. He can't let the city die. You know, right. he's got to go. He, he wants to go save his family, but he can't leave people. Dude, this uh, makes him just like just like uh, Rick in uh, Walking Dead. You know, he's got that heroic flaw. That's a really good. That's a really good point. He has that flaw where, in a world of sharks and possible uh, 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 death by by tornado and shark, he still wants to do the right thing. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. So um, he begins with. So the break in the two is basically. Um, Finn deciding to go save his family, and yeah. uh, Nova. What is Nova's reason for for for, uh, her, for tagging along? Her house is trashed, right? She lives on the she lives on the beach, <laughs> and her house is full. right. She got nothing better to do, right? Got nothing better to do. She gives little reasons here and there, like she, you know, at first it's because well, I work here too. If something happens to this place, you know, I'll be out of a job. It's like that's the worst reason I could ever think of to stay at a bar on the pier. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, and then, and then his buddy, his Aussie buddy is just like, you know, I'm in for, I'm up for anything, you know? Cause I'm Australian. Yeah. And that's I'm what Aust- we do. We just, you know, we know about sharks. Um, sharks. <laughs> but so, yeah, so the break in the two is going to save, the A story is going to save Finn's family from the flood. Okay. From right. the hurricane. Um, the, the fact that sharks are, you know, sort of starting to munch people here and left and right is not like the main set of antagonism yet. Um, we get, now we're getting the fun and games, right? Uh, or I guess we skip debate. Do we skip debate? There's a little bit of debate. I mean, there's, there's not a lot, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, you know, it's the what do we do now? It's know? about whether Nova's allowed to come. Um, uh, should they, oh, they talk about maybe going to high ground. Yeah. As a possible, uh, you know, solution, um, getting out of town. That might have been a great idea. Maybe get out of this town if there's a hurricane coming. Um, uh, but, the, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's what's everybody going to do now. This, this is when we decide that, that April's going to come along because her house is flooded and John Hearn's going to come along because he doesn't have any place to no, drink. Nova, Nova, right. So, yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, yeah, sorry. Right, so, but then we get, what we're going to get is, and we have the class, we do have Ian Ziering uh, sort of doing, he's not refusing the call, but he's telling Nova, no, you, it's none of your business, don't worry. He's, he's keeping Nova from, from answering the call. Um, so we have a little debate there. But then they do decide to go on, on the journey and um, and the the set pieces begin. <laughs> the shark set the, the flood set pieces begin. The flood set pieces begin. Yeah. Um, we get um, oh actually I mean the Ferris wheel set pieces the first one and that's still oh in the God. first act. Yeah. That's so great. 
right. think anyone anyone who lives in California, the Ferris wheel is a is a is a is a thing in Santa Monica. Like, yeah, Santa Monica Pier, man. It just rolls down and into the building, and and is great. If you're gonna write a movie like this, you need you know you've got to keep you know. Do, you need great action set pieces that have to do with your disaster that are original and escalating. And, um, you know, they got to get bigger and badder. And it starts with that great um, uh, uh, Ferris wheel thing. That, and that's before the break into two. That's the first, uh, that's the first uh, set piece. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, we, you know, we start with the shark in the restaurant, first of all, um, killed by a bartender with a cool, with the pool cue. Right? right, kill. I think I think Nova kills. Is it Nova kills him? Okay. Um, the, yeah, Nova, Nova kills him. There's the other shark that comes after Nova, and she's got the shotgun, and then John Hurd like beats him up with the, uh, or like kicks him out of the way, or beats him up with the bar stool or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then then we get then we get, um, we actually get an action movie convention here that's really important. Is the suiting up right? Um, they, they, before they, before they, um, start on their journey, they get guns and knives, you know, like Rambo suits up. Yeah. Or Commando when Arnold's putting like the grenades and the knife and exactly. We get this action movie set piece of the suiting up, right? Well, and and we see that, that, uh, we see that Finn's car is full of all kinds of gadgets, right? Like he, he's this great outdoorsman kind of guy. And, and and so he's got tons of ammo and he's got repelling gear. And this is important because you got to set this up for all the magic things they're going to be able to do later on. Right. This is an action movie convention, suiting up, getting the guns, having, having toys, having, having stuff they're going to need later. Um, and there's a, there's another dimension to this too, because he's got a, a Latin phrase, which is oh, yeah. paratus, which means always ready. And it's also the, the slogan of the U S coast guard, which is, ah, Oh, I, I, can't, I can't think that that's an accident. No, it can't be. Well, I mean, but it's also, it's, it's also, isn't that like the Boy Scout thing too, right? Like, like be prepared. Be prepared. But you know, that's actually very interesting, Jeremy. What if Finn always wanted to be in the Coast Guard? You know, may, maybe he was like a Coast Guard reject. This is like the perfect, you know, movie for like a guy who wanted to get in the Coast Guard, but they thought he was a surfer screw up and they wouldn't let him in. He's good that's at fantastic. Um, so we get the Ferris wheel set piece. We get the bar destroyed. Um, we've got, um, what about the, uh, okay. What about the B story here, guys? Um, uh, before we get into the fun and games, yeah. we're supposed to have a little B story. What are our, what are our options there? Well, I would say that it, that it, to me, it's pretty clearly the thing. I mean, there's, there's the element of his family, but, but more directly, I would say it's the thing with April with Tara Reed. Because mm-hmm. although we've seen her before, it's right after the break to two that he shows up at her door. There's a little bit of a challenge there, right? But this is where the reconnection begins. In fact, like, like you meet her boyfriend, and about 30 seconds after we realize her boyfriend's a dick, he gets at, you know? Yeah, that's right. Oh, we meet, we do. <laughs> oh, it's that, great. That's fantastic, right? As soon as we meet April, the boyfriend starts talking shit, and he's bitten in half. Um, yeah. But don't we also have a possible love interest with Nova? Jeremy, how do they handle that? Uh, as far as the overall arc of the story, it's kind of interesting, but um, there's clearly a tension early on. Uh, we haven't gotten to the break in a three yet, but there's a really weird kind of transference that happens as soon as the sun comes on the scene. Oh, I thought it was yeah. brilliant. It's, brilliant. it's almost like the sexual attraction just gets ported over to the sun. Yeah, that's and then right. Everything's, and then everything's fine. Which right. is, and, it, and you also have the sun moving a lot of the action in the third act. So it's, you know, the, the protagonist transfers more than just this one thing. It's, it's like, uh, and, and his son even uses that Semper Paratus phrase right before the break into three. It's like they, you know, they, they merge characters. Yeah, Finn, Finn has person. like a, a clone. He gives birth to like another baby little Finn shark and he takes over the, yeah. And, and that, it gives us a great third act because we can split into multiple things. We'll get to that. Um, so there is what's next? We've got the break into two. Finn and the crew go to save his family. Um, uh, fun and games. We got our fun and games. So what are our fun and games here? How do you how do you keep these stakes escalating and interesting? The sharks ha- just keep coming from more and more surprising places. Yeah. Um, I mean, you the know, hurricane. Her- the hurricane pummels Santa Monica, and we begin with 
sharks in the flooded streets, right? That's the first level of this video game. Okay, yeah. we've got streets that are flooded and there are sharks in the floods and the cars are sort of bumper to bumper. Yeah, but then, yeah, the cars are bumper to bumper and people are getting out of their cars and Finn is like, you guys are stupid, stay in your cars, you're safer there. And the guy's like, man, you LA people, you know, a little bit of rain and you think it's the storm of the century. But it is because the storms are coming. We also, or the sharks are coming. We also get a little bit of a chance to see Finn's superpower here, right? Because okay. he is a master of timing waves because he's such a good surfer. Hugely important here. That's how he, that's how he beats the her. That's how he beats the flood because he's able to time the wave because he's a master surfer. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's great because every wave is full of sharks. Um, and this is where we learn, we lose our first guy. One of the conventions of a disaster movie is you know your crew gets eaten one at a time. You know, you've got to have some people in your crew get eaten. And we have this character George the drunk, right? Um, and he His gets weapon is a bar stool. Yeah, he does kill a shark with a bar stool sooner or yeah, earlier. Right? And he uses the bar stool to literally save the dog, and that's how he dies. True, dies saving the dog. Bravo. Um, and. Uh, then we begin, then it, it escalates a little bit. Um, oh, 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 Finn is a hero uh, in the streets because he has to save a, a lady with the, with the dog, right? That's good. Gets them into trouble with the dog, but George is the one who ends up dying. This right. is that, that convention of Finn can't just let people die because he's a hero. Um, the flooding of the sewers and the storm drains will allow the sharks to, to spread, now things are starting to escalate, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, they, they, they're on their way. They, when they get to uh, April's house, right? They, 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 they get, the B story starts where you, where you get to right. uh, her house. Where is it? It's in Beverly Hills. So now the sharks are making it to Beverly Hills. They're jumping through, uh, through storm grates, through, through manhole covers, right? And they're coming for you into your living room. It's not, it's not just to the beach anymore. Right, we had a flooded bridge set piece where 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 the 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 lady saves. We try to help help the lady with her dog, but then eventually we get to Beverly Hills. Um, sadly affected, you know, tragically affected by the flood, and we get to April's house. Um, uh, and who is the A story essentially in the beginning, which is like get to the house, um, you know. Uh, uh, and then we can all go home. You know, Finn can go home once he saves his daughter. Um, no, but but I, lo I love the thing that's going on with with uh, with Nova when they get to their house. They're like, you've got a daughter? And then uh, and then later on, she's like, you've got a, you know, like, he's a mystery. And she keeps, like, discovering, like, he's got, I thought it was going to be, like, a thing where, like, it goes on and he's got, like, 18 family members. Like, really? You, you, you know, you've got a grandson? Well, she's starting to, she's finding out stuff she likes about them. They, they keep this sort of pseudo love story, this infatuation going with Nova, like the whole movie. Oh, and there's some great things. There's like, you know, the B story is, I think it's a very well executed B story because it's very subtle. You see all these things where, where yeah. Nova throws her arms around him and, and you- Jeremy, you, do, you think, do you think that, they, that Finn was going to get with Nova or April in the end? Uh, he's got to get with April. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's, he's got to get back you, with this. Did you feel like that was, I just, I thought she was going to get eaten. I thought Tara Reid was going to get eaten. I thought it was going to be, you know, Finn and April in the end. But it turns out they, they went with more of like the family ending where, you know, somehow they bring it all together. Um, so we get the, to the flooded house, right? Yeah. And someone says this great line, uh, there are sharks in your pool. <laughs> right. Right? What the, this is a, this is the next level of the video game. And Jeremy, we introduce the asshole boyfriend of April. Very briefly. Yep. He's he's a small hurdle in the script. Yeah. He, he, she's not too broken up when he got when he dies, right? He has like a couple of lines where he's like, You guys you know, Finn's there to save the family and he's like, We're not going anywhere. We've seen, you know He says she's mine. Yeah, something like that. But he gets eaten in like seconds basically. And and Finn tries to save him. Why? Because Finn is a hero. He's got yeah. his, even even the jerk ex boyfriend. And while he's saving him, he accidentally tears his feet off. Yeah, it was his, did, his arms or something. Yeah. Did you great. catch that? He's like yeah. trying to hold his feet and they rip off. Like this is like, this is the kind of shit that goes down in a Sharknado, guys. You should know. 
So be careful. Well, and you end up having to use you know things like bookshelves to fight sharks, which that was a nice touch too. Yeah. Right. The furniture becomes your only weapon. Well, yeah. When your house is flooded with sharks, what are you going to do? Um, he bends it off at one point with a lamp, right? Like like he spears it in the mouth to 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 get out of the way. I mean, this guy is always prepared. He he anything, but oh, I think also we get to see Nova's first use of a shotgun, right? Oh yeah, she she's, she's like, quite a shot. Yeah, she shoots it like five times in the head, right? She can handle herself, and you know what? It come, we get this great character um, archetype of like the female, like badass, like I can, I you know, shark hunter. Nova is almost a shark hunter, like, and we don't know about her background until later. Right. But we, you know, she's just standing up as like the shark hunter from the beginning. Um, are we still in fun and games? Yeah, I think, I think. Yes, I think yeah. I think I think we're still fun and games as the bus set piece comes in. Um, there, uh, there are kids. There's a bus that's in in the. They, they're escape, They've escaped the house, and now I don't know. They're going inland. They're just trying to drive away. It's they're, still ju- it's still just a flood. We're, we're not. They're going the, to get his son. We're not at the NATO yet. Oh, the sun. Okay, that's they're, it. They're going to get his son in Van Nuys because the storm is going to come over the mountains apparently. Right, right, right. Okay, so right, so 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 you have a daughter, okay, and then you have a son, and we've got to go save the son. Right. So 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 we're like constantly like we're still we're still on the A story, which is save Finn's family. A story is still a save uh, Finn's family. Very clear throughout. Okay, so um, but no, there's a violation of that A story. Like, I mean, he's got to go save the son, but he keeps getting in his own way. I mean, the school bus is a great example. He has time mm-hmm. to like rappel down there and save 30 children well because you know there could be there could be kids in there right um and uh they 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 head over to the uh they get they get down there steve sanders is um like the surfing shooting california hero he gets down on the bus he finn finn repels to the school bus right yeah, he rep- he I, did. We he set up the we set up the mountain gear earlier. He yeah, repels he repels down. Great great payoff there. Yeah, with the one utility truck with the one liner. He jumps down and he's like, "Yo, need a lift?" And yep. he's the man. It's it's cheap, but it works. It's not cheap. There's nothing about this is cheap. Take that oh, back. Come on. Stop it. No no. If you, you either buy into this or you don't. Oh, I buy into this. Is, this is it was beautiful. And, oh, yeah. and the and the bus driver is like, I moved out here to be an actor. Do you remember that? Well, and he, the bus driver has a great line as he's getting hauled out. He says, uh, you know, fifteen grand a year, no benefits, screaming kids. Ah. And it's it's unclear <laughs> if is the awe about the sharks or is it like my life just sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's you know just a little poignant moment. Um, and then, um, then essentially, okay. So is this this is where the shark jumps on the rope for the first time, and the yes. rules start to evolve. Yeah, sharks can climb ropes. Jeremy, did did you know sharks can climb ropes? I do now. <laughs> Chris. Sharks can climb ropes. Watch your ass. I, I watch sharks climb rope all, all the time. Man. It's... So this is where that now the rules of shark are escalating. Um, there uh, and this is where we get to our midpoint, right? You know, for for me, the midpoint of this movie is when it the disaster movie escalates from a flood movie with possible biting sharks in the water to. The Sharknado, the, when the tornado arrives. Yeah. Now, and, and you know, Tara Reid, who's acting the shit out of this movie, you know, she sees the tornadoes at a distance, she sees the, the black specks, in, and she says, Are those sharks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she, she's right. Tara Reid is right. Those are but sharks. They, they have to explain what these water funnels are, you know, so, so, so you, can, you can think about it, like, uh-oh, there's sharks getting swept what, up. Was there, was there a scientific explanation in there? Well, or, uh, yeah. well they, they, they get one in later, because the Aussie guy, the only reason he's still in the plot other than one-liners is to explain that uh, sometimes there would be fish that would fall on the ground near Perth. Because, you know, Perth is like the kind of place where that sort of thing would happen. Or, or frogs, man, like in Magnolia, dude. This, yeah, is, exactly. this is just like Magnolia. I totally – well, there's a, there's a scene later once they knock out one of the hurricanes. It, it reminds me of, of Magnolia where they, like, fall out of the sky. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, this is definitely the midpoint. I, I, I agree. This is, you know, again, the midpoint always kind of uh, occurs around like some kind of, you know, false or half-hearted victory, and that's saving all these children, right? And, and now, wait, wait, false victory, perfect. The, the, the saving the kids in the bus, uh, uh, even though we lose the bus driver, is a false victory because guess what? It's not just a flood anymore. It's not just a hurricane. It's a Sharknado. We're in full, <laughs> full effect, baby. Dude, and I love the, the, the one-liner from, from the the bus driver there. He's like, my mom, my mom always said Hollywood is going to kill me, and he gets taken out by part of the Hollywood sign. It's, <laughs> That's a danger. It's danger. It's danger. And it's poetry. It's all right. So, uh, what's next? Bad. Now we got the bad guys close in. Yep. We've got the shark in the car set piece. Yeah. Well, that's that's the first thing, right? Because they they kind of think they're safe. They've they've reached high ground. They're heading inland. You know, this it's it's not raining anymore, right? And then all of a sudden, what happens? There's a shark leaked onto the truck. Shark, Jeremy, you, you 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 spend time on the West Coast. Does your sunroof shark-proof? Do you have a sun <laughs> shark-proof sunroof on your car? I think if your car was was made after about 2011, it has uh-huh. that. But it's you know it's just recently recognized as a risk. So yeah, because well, new new rule: sharks dropped on top of your car. Will will bite through the roof. I, I hear you can get your car checked for sharks when you get it checked for smog. Is that yeah? True? It's part of the it's part of the emissions testing. It's an oil thing. Okay. Um, police want to stop them, right? Yeah. Um, there's there's a car chase. Got to have a car remember. Chase. We got the car chase. No, this is a, and this is one of my favorite parts, guys. Because the these guys, the guys who wrote and directed this movie, they are blending in all types of genres of movie. All these di- di- types of disaster movies. This like beach sort of um, this uh, family of this family thing that they that you get from Baywatch and then they they, 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 they take a piece out of Fast and Furious Fast yeah, and the Furious nitro. The right nitro. yeah they got the right. nitro because the, the tr- truck has a nitro nitro button which is amazing because what do you do when you get a Hummer put nitro in it exactly so we go um, we're on our way to get Matt Finn's son at the airport yeah um and I noticed, you know, we're watching, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on production value, but there's like a scene in the back of the Finn, you know, before they get to Finn's son's air, airport hangar, it seems like they maybe were like shooting in the back lot of the production company for a little bit, for like a day. Like there's like a park, like an LA parking lot, and it could very well be the asylum's office. Um, and then they, they get back on, um, on the road, and uh, oh, Baz has this great. Baz is the Aussie. Maybe, maybe that's a a, a Baz Lerman nod. I don't know. Um, naming the the Aussie Baz, uh, he has that line where it's time to leave Kansas, mate. Yeah, just nonsense. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's a tornado. It's a, he, he's referencing. He's referencing the Wizard of Oz. You know. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, no, there, I know. There are a couple of there's there's a couple of good cinema references in here. Yeah. Right? And there's later on when when the shark gets thrown in front of, of Grauman's Chinese Theater. Man, that's like oh, phenomenal. It's like, it's like a smackdown, right? Like 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 here's what we're saying about cinema. Bam, right then, in front of man's. Here's a shark. And then later on, you. later on, we need a bigger chopper. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger chopper. Uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's just the seminal one-liner. So um, back to the b- uh, bad guys close in. Um, the hangar, right? Um, yeah. We get to the hangar and we meet um, we meet Finn's son. Is, does he have a name? Is it is Matt? Matt? Okay. And we got this whole crew together. And for the first time, I noticed something wrong with sort of the casting here. The age of all these people, <laughs> I'm gonna all these all these actors is like about the same. I actually the, went and looked on IMDb to try to get. Age yeah. Free. Once you get this crew together, you realize like Ian Ziering, Tara Reid, they're young actors. Everyone is about. You know, twenty-five to forty-five. It's Actually, not, it's yeah. not exactly a family dynamic here. But you realize, but this is this is you know a horror movie thing. You, you just you're gonna cast hot young people. You're not gonna have people who are of age, uh, and you're not gonna have kids. It would cost too much money for a casting director to take care of kids on this set. So you know, Matt is you know. Well, the kids couldn't fly a chopper either. 
Right. Oh, you couldn't fly a chopper. Right. And Nova, you know, would be too young as a possible love interest. But what I, I just started noticing that in the hangar that, you know, Tara and Ian are, you know, some young looking parents and these kids are a little older. And I don't know, it's just part of this formula. I could well, remember I they, could, they played high school students 20 years ago. So, yeah, no, I actually checked their ages. Like, like Tara Reed is a year younger than me. She's thirty. She's thirty-seven. Like, so she, you know, she could have done it. But and like, looking I, good, Tara, looking good. Yeah, but you know, I, I bought it. I bought it with the daughter. It was when we got to see Matt because Matt looks a little bit older, and I was like, <laughs> you know, she had to have him when she was about eleven. So, what do you guys want to, Jeremy? Did you want to go back to that thing you said about when Matt shows up? What happens with our protagonist? Uh, the, and the 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 the, the, the split B stories there. Yeah, it's it's really he's been on the scene like four or five minutes, and you know they go outside, they, they, the storm comes in, they they bend it off, and then they go out and they they see the store across the street that has all the all the supplies they need to build these bombs, which is going to be kind of the the key in the third act. We suit and up again, yeah, they suit, suit up again. Up again. And, but Matt sees it and he says semper paratus. He picks up his his dad's phrase, and then it's just like he's now almost like an agent of of Finn's plan. You know, we're going to save everybody. We're going to save the city. And, oh, by the way, I've got a thing for Nova, too. Right. Well, because she's hot. And Nova's like, oh, we've, we've got a young Finn here who, who's, got, who's a man of action as well, who also can't help but save everybody, right? Yeah. He's um, 19, and he looks like he's 28. You know, he's, he's a stud. And so... This is classic, man. This, this, is, this is Patroclus putting on Achilles' armor. There we go. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, so... This is, this is sort of, I, I, I got a little lost on the beat sheet here. I couldn't find where the all is lost happens because right now this is sort of the break into three for me. Isn't it sort of like the, they, when they put the plan together, the all is lost is supposed to happen before the break into three. Um, they suit up again. Their new, the, new story, the new plan is we're going to, A, half of us are going to get in a chopper, throw bombs at tornadoes, uh, to kill both sharks and to disrupt the pressure and dissolve the tornadoes. This works, by the way. This is scientifically sound. Oh, okay. I, I, was wa- I was watching, I was listening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's okay. uh, a podcast where he was talking about ways that they've talked to destroy hurricanes. And one of the things scientists talk about is nuking hurricanes to keep them from reaching shore. This actually works. It, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> nuking hurricanes <laughs> I can't believe they haven't tried it yet environmentalists are kind of against it I can't it, see why that w- yeah, what, what could possibly go wrong Chris um, <laughs> so like but is it is, am I right with this beat set up this problem here like yeah, yeah it's a little messy there's no there's no all is lost we're, 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 we're ready to rock and roll into the third act without the all is lost which we get I think we, we know what it is I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun it's a very important plot point to the movie but when they suit up again um, they split into two teams the third act is going to be A you know bomb some tornadoes to, to dissolve them and B um, what's the other team going to do just sort of uh Get out of town? Well, they're, no, they're gonna say they're gonna save the old people, right? This is like the old folks' home. Yeah, they're kind of just like reinforcements. It's, I yeah. mean, wait, no, no, no. Finn says, Finn says, I can't let my town die, right? Right. right. We're gonna go around and save people. Like we're just gonna go around and save people. My son's gonna go up in the helicopter. He's gonna blow up the tornadoes. But while that happens, we're gonna fight these guys shark to shark, right? We're gonna go head to head. Right, we're not just going to wait around for sharks to rain down on us. Thank right. you, but Thank okay. You. So, but but to get back to the 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 uh, you know the the all is lost and dark night of soul. So there's three things going on at once here. I think, and it, you're right. It does get a little bit messy, and I don't think that the the low point of the the dark night or, or the all is lost moment is very well defined. But there's three things happening that that are kind of all part of this, right? There's the gearing up for the which is your your break to three. Right. You you also have uh, Finn talking to his daughter, right? And, and okay. So this is our C story, right? Right. This is the closest right. thing. But and to, this is and, the closest, all, thing, this is the closest thing to an all is lost in the right place. Right. Right. Because what she says, you know, she says, "Oh, you're you're here to save, uh, to save Matt. 
you know, what's going on with you, mom? You're ne-, and, and basically, she says you, you're never going to win me over. It's kind of, it's kind right. of the, the there. There is see. this subplot C story where you know Finn was a bad dad to to, to his daughter. What's his daughter's name? I don't even know. She's I mean, barely in this, <laughs> you know. Um, but but he says at one point he says, "Remember, I came for you first, You know, right, right. which is true. You and, know, and, and then you also at the same time you also kind of get your dark night of the soul a little bit in, in Nova telling her shark story. Yeah. Right? Ah, that's our that's our whiff of death, maybe, right? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, what what is her shark? What's the background with Nova, Jeremy? So uh, it's totally preposterous. Um, she went on a sailing Stop trip. Stop! I don't want to hear words. I don't want to hear any words like that on this podcast. She went on a a uh, very realistic fishing trip with her grandfather, and as she summarizes, um, five people went into the water that day, and only one little girl came out. So they all got eaten by sharks. And as she was about to be rescued, um, you know what? You know what, Jeremy? I hate sharks. I hate sharks too. I hate sharks. And she tells that story, and and it's a moment of solidarity because she says, you know, ever since then I totally hate sharks. And and uh, you know, Finn Jr. says, you know, after hearing that story, I really hate sharks too. So we're all, <laughs> we're all together now. Be- because before this moment, I was warm and fuzzy about sharks. They were like teddy bears. Yeah. I loved them. Well, he didn't really know. I mean, they were. Like but that was a, it's a great bonding moment because now Matt and Nova are, are are set up as a love interest and. And, and, and Finn's trying to be a better dad um, to, to his daughter, and, and, he's, and he's sort of, he's, you know, April's uh, boyfriend is out of the picture. <laughs> so, you know, the family dynamic is really coming back here. I mean, you got to say, this is, like, this is very well orchestrated. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's simple. It's a, well, it's a great script. Well. I, I want to say that on this podcast. This it is really, a great script. It really is. It, it's, a, it, it's actually remarkable how good a script this is for how absurd it seems on the surface. It's the concept is high concept. It's not absurd. We have to, you have to, it's just high concept. Well, Chris. Look, all high concept is absurd. Well, it just, it's, it's a fantastic conceit and they keep going with it. So breaking the three, We've got like a two-pronged attack. Helicopter versus tornadoes and Finn and his crew versus the raining sharks. Okay, why has it begun raining sharks? Uh, because it's called Sharknado. Right. And, and they're knocking out the tornadoes, so the sharks are up there flying around, so they're, they're right. going to start coming down. I mean, what goes oh, up? So, so the consequences of their actions in blowing up the tornadoes are sharks. So, so it's, it's not like you get off scot-free and just get to blow up tornadoes, right? If you blow up tornadoes, you get sharks. Those right. sharks are coming down at some point anyway, though. Just like if you nuke a hurricane. That's right. That's right. And so we, we get, we get um, Matt and Nova going you know, with a helicopter into, into a tornado to try to bomb it, um, you know, dodging sharks. Um, and we get, you know, very compelling, one of the most compelling moments of the film when the shark latches onto the helicopter yep. and starts climbing the rope up toward up the helicopter. Um, and Nova's trying to shoot him with the gun. And he's trying to stab him in the nose. He's trying to stab him. And um, we get, you know, to the, to the, actually what is the biggest low point in the movie when we lose Nova. Yes. Guys, swallowed whole by a guy's shark. How did you feel? How did you feel when we lost Nova? I mean, I felt robbed, dude. Like I liked Nova. I mean, not just because she was hot, but but she was a good character. She, she, we, we were this. I was thinking Joss Whedon territory here. Oh my god, you're killing off main characters. And you know what? And when you do that, and that's just great writing. When you kill off a main character like that, you you could anyone's next. That sets the stakes to a place where you think, you know what? Anyone could die. It reminds me of uh, of the fi- of the f- of, of the film version of uh, it. Reminds me of uh, of uh, the f- the Firefly film Serenity. Yeah, they kill about Wash. in the third act when they kill Wash and they start you know hurting uh, uh, you know like mortally wounding other characters. You start thinking Joss is going to kill everybody. He could he could kill everybody. 
he could just end this movie with everybody dead. And so, I mean, it's a great moment. And she doesn't just die. She gets swallowed whole by a right. flying shark. Well, so which is I really mean, amazing. Which, which is, but and if she, and how else should a hunter go? If she's gonna yeah. go, that's how she should go. But I, I actually made a remark when I was doing my notes on this that you know she tells that story a few minutes before about you know five people went in, only one little girl came out, and I made a note that shark got that little girl. You know, like like there, there's there, there's a little bit of a, of, a, of a circle of life thing or a completion going on. Oh, so the shark finally got that fifth person. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Amazing. Um, so then we, they, but they are, they are, Matt and Nova, before we lose Nova, they are successful in knocking out one of the tornadoes. And, um, no, they're and that, not going to few. Yeah, they get two of the three. Do they get two of the three? I had one of the two. Okay, so they get two of the three. And as you know, if you if you if you if you disrupt the pressure of a sharknado, all the the contents the sharks will rain down upon your land and it's magnolia, right? If you do not let them go, <laughs> I will rain down sharks upon this land, and um, it, it makes everything harder for for our, our second set of uh, heroes who are trying to uh, fight hand to hand on the ground. Um, did you notice at the factory? We pick up a couple of red shirts. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, we we pick up. Uh, they were flight school guys. Yeah, oh, a couple yeah. of a couple of Matt's friends. Who a, company, a couple of Ensign Ensign Johnsons, who <laughs> who can get eaten in the third act. Yeah, they they don't even get introduced, but a couple of Matt's friends are like, yeah, we're along for the ride, so Oof. they can get eaten. The one red shirt has a, a shark land on him, like you know, a <laughs> shark land on him, and just. You know, big band of blood across his. See, not even bitten, just like yeah. splattered, right? And that's I think also when we get the man's Chinese, right? Yeah, they, they the the shark flies out and lands right, right dead center. I mean, we are escalating. We are escalating these set pieces. We've got to keep it going. How do you do bigger and badder, right? Um, there's a pool. Is there a pool of sharks at some point? Yeah, the nursing home. Uh, the the. The sharks land in the pool and the geriatrics are out there just kind of, you know, walking around doing their, you know, water aerobics and uh, don't realize that the pool is now filled with sharks. Right, right. Oh, and there's a third, I'm sorry, there's a third prong attack that we forgot about it. Baz, Baz is the third prong to this third act. He's got a, essentially a suicide bomb truck to to drive into a tornado as a last ditch effort if, if, because... You know, in case, you know, first choice would be to fly a helicopter into a tornado, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but if that doesn't work, backup plan, we're going to drive into it and blow it up that way. Yeah. Um, but he only gets to build it. He never, he never gets to pilot the, uh, you know, the suicide bomb. How, how did we lose Baz? The, the shark goes, he's in the back and the shark comes down and like bites on his leg. And then just starts kind of eating him and, and then another leg, shark man. comes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a slow excruciating death wow um and then so 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 the hell so nova's down um matt i guess he does he give up on the on the on the attacking the helicopter attacking with the helicopters or whatnot he he loses control and he kind of like crashes in a pond or something that's right yeah it takes out the helicopter right um Yeah. yeah because the last bomb doesn't work right and so what we're left with is is Finn, um, you know, has to has he has his basically his 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 uh, like his uh, his 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 moment of I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice myself and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the the, uh, the suicide bomb truck into the tornado to finish it off. No, this is the, this is classic, man. This is bringing it back. Like I said, talking about the Odyssey. Right or the Iliad, right? We, right. Uh, Patrick was failed. Now Achilles has to do it. Right. He has to fight. He has to fight. Hector. I was gonna say it was John McClane yippee kaye motherfucker m- moment. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, but, but but it all comes it all comes back to Finn, the guy with the shark name, has to go and fight the sharks. Now it's it's up to him to finally do this, right? Yes, and and what's really important here is we get we get, um, and you cannot you cannot underestimate. Um, when 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 Finn is about to drive into the, t- the tornado to take it out, right into the Sharknado, he gives the shock a sign, right? Oh, did yeah. he really? I mean, yes, yeah. the the, sur- the the surfer sign, 
right? Which yeah. is the surfer salute, right? And like, as a, like, you know, I'm, you know, it's you and me, big boy. Um, and, um, and he hits it and he, and, uh, this is our, this is our finale, right? Jeremy, how's it finish off? Yeah. Well, fortunately the truck has nitro. That was really convenient and uh-huh. you know, punch the nitro, light the bomb, jump out of the car and, you know, fast Hummer, and furious. Yeah. Hummer goes up into the tornado and boom. And now all the last of the sharks are raining down. The biggest, right. meanest sharks. The biggest, meanest sharks, including the one who got Nova. Yes. So what happens, what is our last set piece? It's, it's, it's literally, you know, Steve Sanders against falling sharks, and he has, is it a chainsaw, Chris? It's a chainsaw, and this is, this is the most poetic thing of all, right? Because he literally dives into the belly of the beast and then carves his way out to be reunited with his family. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it, it, it pulls the hard strings, you know, and it's it's uh, the whole movie wrapped up in one moment, right? Like he's going to go into the belt. It's a metaphor, right? It's a metaphor. The The surfer. Thank you. Joan on the whale. It's, it's the surfer dives into the shark and cuts his way out, but he doesn't, his family, he's reunited his family, but he doesn't stop there. Does he, Jeremy? He no, goes because he needs to go back in there and he goes and back pull in Nova out and because Nova's in the shark. Of course, yeah. Of all of you know of the all thousands the sharks. of sharks that are like swirling around over LA, he manages to find the one biggest, baddest one that swallowed his friend. And it's and it's beautiful and it's beautiful because you know it's like he cut out the intestines. He probably saw her on the way in. It was like, hey, what's up? You know, I got to cut my way out. He cuts his way out. We get this. You know, he's alive thing because we thought our main character's alive. He's alive. And then he's like, you know what? I got to go back in there. There's sort of a Han Solo in the, in the taunt, in the, in, in the tauntaun thing, like gets back in and then pulls Nova out and Nova's back. It's like the best, you know, what, what, what an ending. Like, and she, and she gets the Prince Charming kiss, right? Because she's passed out and Matt has to kneel over and give her mouth to oh, mouth. Right. A little mouth to mouth. And everything's symmetrical now because who does who does Finn go with? He goes with April, you know. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, has her finest moment, uh, Tara Reid's finest moment of the whole thing, <laughs> is as he is sawing his way out of that shark. Like they got like five different close-ups of her face and kind of the quivering, quivering oh, lower no. lip, and it's just it's amazing. Um, and the parents kiss, right? And that's yeah. our movie. And instead of the end, they write Finn. You know, right? Finn. That's that was awesome. <laughs> Totally awesome, right? It was amazing. The, the, the ending with, with the Nova comes back ending, it was amazing because you didn't realize that the, the set of stakes and the reality that they established, that that was, that bringing her back was, it was not the most unrealistic thing that happened in the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so you're, you're totally okay with it. You know, because yeah, you suspended just... you suspended disbelief for so much other stuff. You're like, why not bring her back? That's perfect. That's, that's just great writing. It's more reasonable than the central premise of the whole film. Exactly, which is amazing. Once you get this major conceit going, you 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 go with it. There's this there's this uh, you know you know you've got to you know, Robert McKee has this like idea of the. The uh, negation of the negation when he's writing, when you're writing a story, which is like you have to, the stakes have to be, you know, like constantly like escalating. Stakes have to be negated, and then the second act stakes have to be negated again. And and this movie does that. It builds. It escalates. We go out on top with the you know the final set piece the the of Finn versus the the shark, and then he saves Nova, and then everybody kisses, and then the Matt kisses, and um. I mean, and then we get a family moment on sort of, you know, at the, in California and it's, I don't know. Yeah. And you know, perfect to, to talk about what you're saying, you know, there's something here that I think, like I said, I think there's a lot that screenwriters that we as screenwriters can learn from a movie like this. Right. And one of those things is, you know, a lesson to take away here is I'm always, and I think most screenwriters struggle with this, especially when they're doing anything kind of fantastical is you're afraid to strain credulity too much. Right. Like, like, you know, everybody talks about high concept, 
but yeah, you, but you know your know your genre. It. This is right. this is look this thing not this is not this this is a genre film, and it used the tools of a genre so well. In fact, it combined several genres. We talked about disaster films, yeah. horror films. We talked about the different types of disaster films. We talked about like the family dynamic. We talked about a racing film like the Fast and Furious. Right. Yeah. We talked about Rambo. We talked about. Um, surfer movies. Surfer yeah. movies. Sur Thank yeah. you. Right, then, road movies. Right, like it's combined a bunch of genres. It used the tools of the genre, and it started out with this conceit that you know is somewhat unbelievable unless you're watching a genre movie. I'm sure Tarantino and Rodriguez watched this movie and they were like, "I love this shit." I, oh, like, I bet, like, I bet they were watching this and they're like, "I wish I'd done this with a bigger budget." You know? Sure. No. And, it, the setup, too. I mean, like the movie posters, Sharknado, enough said. So it's like you don't even – the expectations are set so that you know exactly – you're dealing with the central ridiculousness. And I mean ridiculousness in a good way, David. That's not, yeah. that's not disparaging. Yeah. But like Ridiculously once go good. In, once you go in with that expectation, like everything else is fair game. So, yeah. so, here, so here's a question on that. Uh, there's another movie that, that, that uh, kind of took a very similar tack. It's, that's uh, Snakes on a Plane, right? I, I thought a lot about Snakes on Me a Plane. Too. So so, but Snakes on a Plane was not it didn't it never pushed it. It didn't push. It did not right. push the conceit. It you know like we like I've been saying over and over. Good screenwriting is you know escalating and original set pieces of execution of a conceit over and over again. And we talked about all the different set pieces and how they get better and better and better and how they go out on top here, right? Yep. And Snakes in a Plane is basically one note. It's snakes and snakes and snakes. And, you know, it, I don't even think the snakes really get going until the midpoint of the movie. We've got a shark attack in the, in the first 10 minutes of this yeah, movie. Absolutely. See, and, that, and that's what's great. The filmmakers here, like, like they, they drop the premise. They say, yeah, this, this is kind of absurd, but this is what it is. And then from that point on, they just go for it. They got the balls to go through it. And, you know, you got to have a name like Thunder to have big balls that big. And you know what? Yeah. Thank you. I don't think Snake NATO would have been enough. <laughs> I don't think it would have been enough. You right. know, it has to be Shark NATO. And um, I don't know. Anything else to sum up, guys? Nah. I, I look. I think this. I think this is great. I, yeah. Besides I think, the the all is lost sort of being out of place because I thought you know basically the lowest point was Nova's death. Uh, you know, they they wanted to put it sort of at the end there to set up that. That that reveal when Nova, when Nova uh, comes back. But you know that's forgivable. I mean, look, yeah. look this this isn't a template, right? Like this this isn't, you know, you know, this isn't scripture, right? These are things that happen that, that necessarily happen in, in a two-hour movie. Yeah. But but you know, like, you can forgive. You know, it's not about the, the story. The story kept going exactly. Structure's exactly. only there as a as a as a as the, to hold you up. Um, the, 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 the narrative kept moving. We were with the characters. We were with, you know, there is a character arc in the movie. The small, the, it's this little character arc of the daughter forgiving Finn. But basically, in a hero's journey scenario, you know, there doesn't have to be a lot of character arcs. And, you know, in, in, in Star Wars, you know, Han Solo decides not to be a selfish prick by the end of it. There's not huge character arcs going on in that movie. You've got a main character, a bunch of heroes, up against an uh, escalating set of bad guys, and Sharknado delivers over and over again. Absolutely. Jeremy, anything else? No, I think, uh, I think we summed it up. It's, uh, it's a cult masterpiece, and um, yeah, very well executed. Can't wait for Sharknado 2. Looking for the sequel. I was, I was hoping, you know, I, we were talking about, uh, at the, I was at the beach last week. I was, I was talking about Sharkano, possibly, where we introduced a volcano and uh, genetically engineered sharks so that they're actually molten sharks. Well, that'd be good. Because now it adds the, you know, because they're not just biting you. They can melt things, right? And they can melt through the ground. I mean, I don't know. On that note, this is uh, this is the NYC Screenwriters Beat Sheet Edition Sharknado. Um, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, David. Thank you, David.